You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. The Houndsman XP podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsman of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsman. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this made-in-America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say made in America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. The Houndsman XP Podcast Network is powered by Cajun Lights. All of your lighting needs for hunting can be taken care of at Cajun Lights. They have three models of cap lights. I'm gonna run through them real quick. You've got the Rogaroo, which is their high-end light. If you're a competition hunter and you gotta find that coon up in a tree and it's all riding on finding that coon, you'll want the Rogaroo on your head. Next is the Bayou. That's a pretty standard light, but it's got packed with features. It's got multiple colors. It's got walking lights. It's got the red, the green, the amber. It's all built in right into that light. And then you have one of my personal favorites, the Micro Gator. The Micro Gator is an ultra lightweight cap light. It's got all the features of a white light, red, green, and amber. I've used this light for everything from finding bear tracks early in the morning to coon hunting at night to working on plumbing in the house changing tires on the side of the road my truck doesn't leave the driveway without a cajun light in it and that light is the micro gator every cajun light is durable made from the highest quality components and it is backed by cajun's top rated customer service check out cajun lights you can go to our website at houndsmanxp.com go to our sponsors page hit that link it'll take you right to cajun lights check them out they got a lot of stuff to offer over at Cajun Lights. You know, we all have that one special dog hanging out on the porch. He's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All these things you like coming together to make one superb dog. That was exactly what we had in mind when we made this show. Welcome to All Mixed Up. Why am I so busy now? What happened to just going to bed every night and sleeping soundly? You know what I mean, dude? I used to lay down and just never even think about anything. And now it's like all this crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, I wouldn't have it any other way personally, but it is stressful. It eats at me. It'll probably kill me young, you know, but like, I can't help it at this point. I got to have a million different things going. Oh, not me, man. I like to have one thing going and that's chasing hairs. Is that right? <laughs> Everything else is just, I got to do it so I can afford to chase hairs. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Got some stupid cold. You guys are going to be able to hear that. I've been uh, trying to put off recording so that I can get rid of this cold, but I had to put Bryce, I had to kick the can down the road with Bryce, uh, from deep and lonely Bryce Matthews because I sound like a 
a weird nasally freak, but <laughs> it couldn't put it off any longer. All mixed up has to ride, brother. Well, so you've been up to crazy man. Well, a little bit about it, a little bit of everything. Still holding tight to the hounds until we get a little bit of snow. I mean, I could get out there and try and chase some kitties around now, but I got these other things that are a whole lot of fun. The the, the warmth holding out means my ducks have stayed longer. Generally, they're like <laughs> long gone by now. Um, but I get to chase them around and do some game bird hunting and focus on dandy and he's looking great man yeah yeah he's doing good we got into a whole bunch of gambles quail here recently took a little bit of a road trip um and uh got into a bunch of gambles quail and we got eight in one day which is like really good for me like personal you know just just with my own dogs in one day you know we found a lot more than that and i could have shot a lot more than that but like you know with swapping out the three dogs i had that was that was pretty good. Um, Dandy got his two points, you know, I like guess two solo points and I killed two on the first one and a single on the second one. And is he creeping? Is he creeping? He, he is, but we're not quite there yet. I think if I lived in like a more bird rich environment, I'd, I'd probably be a little bit further along. Like his training, I believe his training is where it needs to be. But my problem is, is, uh, like just like a lot of people say you know like hey, is your deer broke well he's never run a deer well that don't mean he's broke he has to run them you have to correct them he has to know that there's punishment that comes with that to happen and he's been really good but i haven't really he hasn't been breaking point enough and busting him and he's just now like trying that on for size mm -hmm. so i'm correcting him a little bit and he's recovering quickly but where i am i have chucker and dusky grouse and uh with those uh, I I don't have so many to where I'll find multiple coveys in a day or multiple grouse in a day. You know, it's kind of makes it hard because you need to, you know, punish him for busting, punish him for busting, punish him for busting. And then he kind of like tries it the right way. And then you, you know, shoot one for him and then you're off to the races. And it's hard to find that many in a day. So that's why I went down there to do the quail because I know I can get into multiples in a day. And it, it kind of worked mm. out. It did. Um had a good time. Then the next day, things were just horrible, but their feet were absolutely full of choya and that three prong on stuff. Oh, yeah. Three on. Yeah. Aristida. What's that? That's the genus. Oh, yep. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever the heck that is, I hear <laughs> I'm not familiar with it. You know, I just know that it gets in my dog's feet and my buddies tell me it's bad. Um, if I stick my fingers in there, it sounds like I'm rustling around paper um, with all the little, little. Oh, yeah the little things, but I hear if they, they can bore their way in and cause abscesses, they don't travel like a foxtail or anything like that. They don't do anything seriously bad, but I, I hear they can work their way in and then abscess. And then they come out when the abscess drains, which none of that is life-threatening, but it's a, it's a pain for the dog. So the first night I went out and got, Hey, this is the, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Cause they, they attach to the hairs, you know? Yeah. And then kind of, yeah, and then kind of work their way in. Uh, so I got I got an idea about going and and uh, getting a uh, uh, like a beard trimmer or something and shaving all the hair out the insides of their paws, <laughs> you know. And I couldn't find that's not one. a bad idea. Yeah, so I couldn't find one. Uh, so I got like <laughs> I, I I was just dead set on making this happen. So I got one of those like manscaping <laughs> trimmers. I was stuff. just gonna say that, dude. <laughs> to keep from like nipping their soft skin and their in their webbing, you know. Indeed, so, you don't uh, want to nip that soft skin, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so it was hilarious, <laughs> and uh, so I I came to the uh, the cashier at like a Walgreens or something with a set of tweezers, like some manscaping clippers, you know, like <laughs> there's like a shaved kiwi or something on the box, you know, <sighs> like you know, and uh, uh, and the lady was like, "Got a big night plan?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big big night. It's gonna be it's gonna be very adventurous this evening, you know. Like, <laughs> and I took it back. Did you tell her out. why for real you were buying them? No, no. I just I, I was, keep her I guessing. I just wanted out of there, you know. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> not much for the city. I'm like, oh god, people are talking to me. I need to run away, you know. So <laughs> I got out of there, went back, and, and clipped out the dog's feet, and it did make a difference, honestly. Like, oh great, great. It, it really did for the next day because I went back out there and the dogs did trash <laughs> the second day. They did horrible, yeah. but I didn't have all those 
what do you what do you call them? Three? Is it prawn? So th- three on A W N. So so there's like Aristida is the genus, right? And I guarantee the species that you're talking about is Aristida adsensionis, which is like an annual three on. It's called six weeks three on. Okay. And your socks will be like full of yeah. those freaking even things. my boot. Like yes, I had like a hole where the leather got torn out of my boot, you know, and some of the under stuff was coming out, and it stuck to that. It looked, it looks like a bunch I of f- like fly f- eggs that get yep. to like a dead whatever, you know, and they lay all the little, they almost look like oh. skinny pieces of rice, you know. Yep, yep. So six weeks three on is one of the worst ones. There's also some like cheat grass that can do that too, but mm-hmm. and then there's some Budalua species that are annuals that will do that as well. But I'm telling you. Six weeks, three on is the worst one where I live. Your socks, just throw them away. You're not right. getting the <laughs> seeds out of there. They're the worst. I hate that stuff. Have Anytime you ever I had... see a field of that. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. It, all right. Well, I, I have you ever had like dogs get abscesses from it? Nah, dude, because uh, I don't run. It, so where um, <clears throat> Aristida usually grows in like kind of like um, sandy loams and kind of like no, it grows in good quail habitat and it's, yeah. you know, quail can eat the seeds, but yeah. where the hairs typically are, where I'm hunting, it's, it doesn't really grow deal. there. Okay. Nah, you know, it's really an ideal place to hunt. You know, I tell everyone it's uh mostly wide open, no terrible crap. Although I did just run in a place uh, on Monday that is like, I hate it. All the Albuquerque people go and hunt there. It's the worst. And every, they're all like, oh, it's great. It's great. And I'm like, this place sucks. There's, yeah. um, <laughs> you want to talk about choya, man. There's a species of ground choya that lives out there. And they're like, they look like little tiny miniature barrel cactuses and giant clumps with like crazy, super long spines on them that will just absolutely stick in and embed in there. In your Are they like little balls, and- a little bit smaller than a golf ball? Yeah. A lot of them look like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Those were out there too. Those Devil's Club Choya is what I believe they're called. Yeah. And uh, they anyway, they are awful and everywhere and tons of low prickly pears that are just like super tiny. Yeah. My dogs look like pin cushions. When we were done hunting that day, I freaking had to sit down with tweezers and pull out dozens of spines from from Comet and Strider's legs. It was yeah. awful. It was yeah. the worst. I hate hunting there, but I did get some pretty cool drone footage, dude. There you go. <laughs> so you go. anyway, uh, dude, how are your speed dogs doing? They're doing good. Starting to starting to dust them off. Got the the little Salukis up and going. Uh, they we, we haven't caught yet, but there's just the brush is still too thick. We haven't had. It's gotten down way past freezing. We've been in the twenties already, but it ha- we haven't had any moisture tied in <laughs> with it. So all the tumbleweed, all the uh pigweed all all that stuff the mustard all of it's still standing really tall you know we need a little bit of snow and a little bit of moisture and all that'll lay down Uh, that the hairs avoid those places are they in there pretty thick heck no like ours if they're out that's the first place they're going ours mine mine don't want to run they want to go hide you know that's most of them yeah is that right okay (laughs) oh yeah yeah the first defense is to hide for sure Okay, well, that's that's what they want to do. They want to get into the thick stuff as fast as possible. So that's where we see them. We went out the other day on the horse. Then I had, you know, Possum Darrow and the two Salukis, Wistie and Prim. And uh, we did 16 miles, you know, um, on the on the horse and got into, what was it? I think eight or nine, you know. And they only saw, I think, like four of them. Um and the race is more than I've seen in two months, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but you get races on yours, you know, mm, like true. mine were over in 200 yards, you know? <laughs> like, so, so until the moisture hits, once that freezing and moisture, everything just blah, it just falls over. But I need both. I've got the cold. Gotcha. And I haven't had the moisture and the cold yet. And as soon as I get both, then, then it's game on, you know? So, Talk to me about Daryl. I'm very curious to see how he's doing. He's doing good. He's doing good. Something I think is unique about him. Uh, at least what I what I found because I've had dogs. I had that Magar Agar that I got from Audrey Hisson. She's yep. she accelerated really well. She accelerated really well. She hunted really hard, and there's a bunch of different things I liked about her. But up until <laughs> you know, so far she's always been my fastest accelerating dog. Um, and uh, uh, and Possum's got a good top speed, but he takes a little while to get there. Um, and um, but he like. 
he gets going really fast and he's he's game for rabbits so far you know he hunts really hard but Darryl. something i found is yeah daryl daryl but he he's game for rabbits but he like he really hasn't had time to like open all the way up but like you know if a dog like chase after like a little dicky bird you know they get some going and he thinks they got something the way he like accelerates to get over there you know or just you know the dogs are ponytail pulling and they go after him or something about the way he just like it's like each stride, each lunge, like he increases by like five miles an hour, you know, rather than like a steady one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten miles nah, an hour. It's like so five, powerful. ten, you know, like so the power is is really something that I'm impressed with, you know. And and something that looks weird about it though is like <laughs> I find that like some other dogs have had trouble like transferring that almost like like they almost peel out like a drag racer that just burns out and then it gets going, you know, like, whereas he like, actually he can transfer it to the ground. He can grip the ground hard, hard enough to propel himself with the power he has. Yeah. And it's like all those pieces to the puzzle all at the same time. And I, I when he's I'm ripping excited. out like that, is he throwing mud clods up? Is he throwing earth pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. When, like the first few Dude. strides after that, he's, you know, He's in on it. Like, is is breeding true speed dogs, like real hunting speed dogs. And I'm telling you, those dogs are bred really similarly to Pronto and Calypso. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a beast, dude. And then when those suckers can just blow up on a rabbit, dude. I I um I sent you some drone footage and patrons. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And stay oh, tuned, yeah. everybody else that's coming to YouTube. Uh, a little later, our patrons get first access to a lot of this stuff. But me and Chad are going to be breaking down some of these races. But Pronto and Calypso, they're almost seven, and they are still monsters. And and like you were talking about, the way they can just rip up on one, especially my female Calypso, it's just crazy, man. And, and there's just such a difference between, in my opinion, there's such a difference between a hot blood and a hunting speed dog. Like they've okay. been bred just for hunting. The way they can read the rabbit, the the just the way they move the way they just blow up on one, but, but still have a different build than a, than a pure hot blood. It's it, which is a racetrack greyhound, everybody. It's just crazy. And yeah, when you're, when I'm sitting here grinning when you're talking about how Daryl can just rip up the ground. And, and the problem is, is that the same reason he's beating the ground so hard to get going, that is how he's going to hurt his feet. And yeah. so uh, keep him away from the rocks. <laughs> That's all I'm I trying. Say. I'm trying. I put him in my rabbit pen when he was young and he spent a lot of time running around in there where it's like, you know, sage, like waist high sage. And if he ever gets a lot of speed, he's just going to wipe out and clothesline himself into the brush. So like I tried doing as much and there's a lot of prickly pear cactus in there so that he could learn that, you know, oh, that yeah. hurts. don't do that. It hurts, you know, um, and he just spent a lot of time there and hopefully, hopefully he, he took some of that you know, and learn from it. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. He did, he did do really well. Um, falling behind the horse for 16 miles though. I mean, like there's some nice. side hounds that can't even walk that far, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, so yep. the fact that he kept up and, and still chased each time he, he was able and loaded up hunting, when he was man. done He's and everything. Like I was, that's yeah. what I was excited. I wasn't sure. I was thinking I was going to have to turn back early. Maybe, specifically because of him you know like i was thinking he might have burned out a little bit faster than the the two salukis that i got and and then possum who's part saluki you know um but no he 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 hang, he hung in there man he did good he was a little sorry the next day but I'll, oh sure to be honest, sure because you know? sure. i'm just kind of knocking the dust off you know so yeah well you're I, smart I'm to excited. you're smart to you're smart to take them to places where the races are short it's way better to leg them up and get them conditioned on just like tons of little short races like that keep their excitement up keep them blowing up on a rabbit he's primarily greyhound with a touch of saluki right that well i believe yeah i if he's bred he's bred close to pronto and clips though that's how they are they're like 80 20 so yeah i know um, he's five eight hot blood i know that that i know oh yeah he's got a lot of hot in there yeah. yeah and uh oh dude he's gonna um, rip up on a rabbit oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah so and, and and like that's what i'm trying like a lot of, that's the bonus of some of these short races is you can get into it a few times and they never really get outran they just they're unsighted they lose it unsighted you know? yep so you know then that does it i don't i don't think that breaks a dog i really don't 
I don't, no, I don't think they could no. get unsighted again and again and again and again and again. And if anything, it might build drive, but I just don't think it hurts them. Like get no, it behind totally one and just watch it, you know, dust them, you know, watch it outrun them. And they just, I think that could break them down a little bit and not that it's going to ruin a good dog or even an average dog. Just like if you're measuring, you know, like, what way you know i'm like i think i think i'm doing all right it sucks for me though because i i like to see longer races it, it it sucks when you get out there and you put an hour or two or three into it oh and you got like for two 200 sure. yard races out of it you know <laughs> like it's, oh, it's, it's, it's breaking me down how about that the dogs are doing great i'm oh i'm getting a little disheartened <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sick all my coursers out there know exactly what you're talking about one time me and Justin were hunting, dude, and it took us three hours to find this hair. He comes up, and Pronto and Calypso swarmed him and had him caught in like 15 seconds. And I just, I almost threw up. Like, it's just like all this time, and that idiot made one mistake, and they swarmed him. They had him, dude. And I mean, it's like they did great. The dogs did exactly what they're supposed to, but uh, uh, it just made me want to puke. Like, it just sucks. It's the worst feeling ever. Um, and or or another one is like you jump a sub adult and they just mow oh, them down. You're like, yeah. oh man, I wish he could have grown up and been rock hard later. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, dude, I've changed the game. I got this drone okay. that I'm following the races with. So when I walk, I'm able to watch. Everybody knows that when I'm hunting on private land, I can take my buggy, but there's a lot of places I hunt where I have to walk and I can't get any of that good footage because I don't dude i'm walking you know what i mean but now mm-hmm. that i got this drone so i sent you that footage dude what did you think of that oh it was awesome that's incredible i want to get involved in that i want to I, you know i'd like to see all of it i'd like to wear the little goggles uh you know i, I you know <laughs> being there when you, you get to do both of it like just watching the video itself is freaking awesome i i eat those videos up you know sometimes you see some of them from like over in europe somewhere or like yeah so know, like it's spain that's in spain okay. and portugal yep. yeah yeah like they've been doing it and those things are incredible. And like, I like what you're doing and you're just getting started. So like, it's only I'm getting started. I'm a redneck, here, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but dude. I dig it. I dig it entire like incredibly. It, it's, it's really, really something fancy, you know? And um, how badass is that, that you can link up goggles to that. And so, so everyone, I got a, I'm just going to break it down. I got an FPV drone. It's first person view. So, um, the problem with it is like everyone's attempted it and everyone's like, you can't do it. It can't work. And I'm like, yes, it can. It's just going to be a little inconvenient. But the way that this drone works is you put on goggles guys and you are seeing what the drone sees. So I'm not looking through like a little screen. It's like a first person surround view. And so I'm carrying this drone around on like in my hand, but the motors aren't running and I'm just walking this thing, waiting for a rabbit to come up. And as soon as he comes up, I, set it on the ground. I start the motors and I get it up in the air. And it usually takes me about six seconds. And then I try my best to get it oriented on the dogs and hit record. And so it's worked out great. Uh, the first two worked out perfect. Um, the last two, it took me a little, it was a little, I struggled a little bit to get on the race just because of various environmental factors, but it's still working. And what's so cool is that like my, my guests can like pull down my spare goggles and like see the race. So yeah, it's just so cool to see what the dude we had this race. Okay. So everyone patrons, everyone, you guys are going to be seeing this Monday. I went out and we had two races. The first one was okay. The second one kind of sucked, but here's what's cool. Dude, we're chasing this, this, the race with the, the drone. I'm way up. I got crazy altitude. The dogs are on the hair. The hair is pulling away from them. The dogs were exhausted. They just ran back to back hairs. They just ran a crazy mile and a half course. Their hair got to cover and they got unsighted. And then we let them rest for like 15 minutes. Of course, after we walk two hours to jump the first one, the second one comes up like 15 minutes after the set, the first one. Oh, of course. That's just my yeah. luck. Yeah. 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 And so <laughs> we're, we're actually right by the Trinity site, which is really cool where they detonated the first atomic bomb. Um, okay. So that's just a neat side fact. Anyway, uh, they're on the hair and I'm watching this thing from like a hundred feet altitude, maybe, maybe 150 and as they're chasing this hare, I look off to the right of the race and another hare is running right towards them, like perpendicular. So you have the dogs yeah. running, say, let's just north. And there's this hare coming out of the east, just running straight towards them. And it <laughs> slams on the brakes right beside them, lays down. The dogs don't see it, pass it at full speed. And then it runs behind them and like keeps going perpendicular. I didn't Why notice is- that. 
That is that in the videos you said? No, no, it's oh, in a different okay. video. Yeah, so I'm okay. showing that to you. And so I was like, man, like, what is that stupid thing? Like, why, why did he have to go right then? He's like, uh, I gotta go right now, and just like took off running towards the dogs. Why did he just stay hidden? I don't, I don't know. Is it but that deer thing that, where they need the other side of the road, like right before the truck so gets bad, there? Or something, like right you know? now. Yeah. It was so funny. As I was chasing the dogs, I was like, another rabbit just got up. And I'm like, what the heck? It's running right towards the dogs. And then it laid down. And then I was like, holy crap. So this other hare, the one they were pursuing, was on a main, was on a dirt road. And it got way ahead of the dogs, right? And so uh, it was going to get away, 100%. The dogs were exhausted. They were losing ground. I said, you know what? Screw this. I want to get some crazy footage of this rabbit. So Because my drone could go 70. So I just rocketed it over the dogs and floored it towards this rabbit and i freaking flew the dr i flew the drone three feet above the rabbit so this is all on drone dude all of it mm -hmm. and I, the rabbit's just like ah! and like jumps into the bushes on the side of the road lays down and all the dogs just fly right by him see that's <laughs> they, see, that's what they used to do with my falcon when the birds yes, there. it's like ah he you can't yep. get me i could stop you know like <laughs> It's exactly what he did. And I'd seen, I'd seen, um, hairs evade Paul Domsky's goshawk and mm -hmm. they did the exact same thing. They start kind of throwing their ears in like an erratic way. And then he just like jumped into a bush, like a little yeah. tiny little bush, like, yeah. and, and the dogs did not notice cause he was far enough ahead of the dogs. So to all those that are like, Oh, cheating, cheating, please. He was going to outrun the dogs either way that he was like 150 yards ahead of them. They couldn't even see him clearly when he jumped mm -hmm. in the bushes, they just kept running. And it was funny too, because Strider, one of my Salukis, he stopped because the drone stopped. And so he was like, wait a minute. And so he like turned around and started balancing yeah. around, but the hair just held like a rock. And I looked for the <laughs> hair. I like gained altitude and started spinning the drone around, like looking to see if it ran off. And it was still there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. The hairs are hairs and they didn't find him. And That's I was like, do. yeah, whatever. Ninja yeah. vanished, man. Yeah, it was so crazy, man. So like, uh, there, guys stay tuned we're gonna have a youtube show where we watch this drone footage and we kind of review it while we're talking about it kind of like right now but uh well you guys can actually watch the video while we're talking about it um so we're Can't looking wait. forward to that there's gonna be some cool like kind of breakdowns of that because there's a lot that goes into a course it seems simple you know what i'm talking about chad oh, yeah. it seems simple but there's actually a lot going on and those dogs are working as a team when it's going right <laughs> not when they're just getting locked by one <laughs> That's that's incredible. I can't wait to see it. You know what's funny? I, I I can't wait for more drone footage. I hope that thing's up in the air on everything you chase this year. I really do. <laughs> it should be. It should. But be. like for some reason, I've just I I kind of paint this picture in my head, and I think it's hilarious because I know at some point you and like two or three other people, maybe myself included, if I get down for there for this are going to be like sauntering along and all of a sudden a rabbit gets up. The dogs take off. We pull our goggles down and we're just staring off into outer space. Yes. It's, you know, it's hilarious. Like, and, and like a vehicle come by, you know, I can see a vehicle come by and be like, it's a bunch of guys doing. You look like something out of Tron. Yeah. You do. Those goggles look crazy. Yeah. I posted or, a picture on the Hounds of XP group of us wear me wearing the goggles and us all waving to the to the drone as it was like right in front of us. And yeah, yeah. you look like something out of Tron. The only thing about your fantasy is wrong is that you'll never see any people out there. It's like totally empty wastes with no well, human life. Whatsoever. That would be a more accurate fantasy then, because I, I, <laughs> the less is less is better, man. That sounds fantastic. That, that's great. I, yeah, I need to get a, I, I need to get down there with you, man. I want to see this. Hell yeah, I want to see it. I really do. I want you to bring Daryl and your two Salukis. I want to get them out there, and and where I'll take a place where those suckers have literally infinite space to run one down. I mean, mm -hmm. where I hunt, it's 15,000 acres and it, the world is a pool table. You've seen it's yeah. perfect. Like, and so it'll be all the space in the world. Your Salukis won't even know. They'll be like, where, what yeah. promised land am I in? Where, right where, now? where, where, where am I? You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to just be like, what? <laughs> I have all the space in the world to run one down. <laughs> yeah. My, I show the, I show where I run to some of my friends who live in Nevada and Cali and they're just like, your dogs are so spoiled. And I'm like, no, the West Texas guys are spoiled. They're running on like ag, cultivated yeah, ag fields. Yeah. Those dogs are spoiled. Soft soil, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. all my West Texas coursers that are listening to this, I envy your rabbit densities and I envy your cultivated fields. But I'm going to be honest with you. 
catching one in the desert's harder. I said it and I'm <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I I got numbers. That's all I got. I got numbers. My turn sucks. There's rocks, sage, and a whole lot of prickly pear and a bunch of ravines that just come out of nowhere. Um if you get on on the chase race long enough to get to the dang ravine, but but I got numbers. I got a lot of them, you know. <laughs> They're just Did you watch the videos I sent you of the races, dude? Of course I did. Multiple times each. All of them. I went out with my buddy Justin, his three dogs, and and Comet, my young Saluki. And uh, first of all, I said this once as a joke, but I'm going to run with it. To anyone who has seen Comet, is he not dreamy? He's dreamy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You know, anyone runs their dogs as much as you you do, man. I mean, they, they either break and go away, you know? Like stay at the house, find themselves a couch or something like that, or they're awesome. You know, like they don't, it, it, it comes naturally. And then, you know, you got yours from good genetics to begin with and then ran the hell out of them. So yeah, they're all specimens, man. You know, I, uh, I really like that sucker. The irony is my other Saluki's name is Strider, but Comet has this like huge wide open gate. He's got a really flexible back and he's just like, when he runs, I mean, he's like, fully horizontal with the ground like parallel to the ground when he's in full extension and the way he just gallops sometimes he makes me want to see here's the thing like between the drone and the buggy i see my dogs run 98 percent of their chases start to finish which is like yeah. actually quite rare in the coursing world it is. and so like i get this really intense deep data set and i keep track of all this with those books i was showing you and like comic makes me sometimes want to like put my fists in a meat grinder from frustration because like sometimes man this is his thing if he sees speed dogs up ahead of him like daryl pronto eclipso he's just like do 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 like i'm happy to just gallop around back here doesn't even look like he's trying he's just Mm -hmm. like like i'm just gonna let them whoop the rabbit down for me but every time i will give him this when the race gets hard and i mean hard rock hard rabbit status that sucker always comes up and passes everybody and grinds that rabbit to death. This is Comet, you're saying? Yeah, Comet. Yeah, dude. He's a huge air dog, dude. I got a video of him. I think I've shown it to you where he, uh, 401, four minutes, one second. He was on that rabbit from a minute, 50 seconds to four minutes straight. Him and the rabbit just locked in this freaking duel of who drops first. And guess what? The rabbit did. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. He's just got this crazy, insane, like, yeah, distance. I mean, he is a Saluki, but uh, God, he's so good at it. My other one, Strider, he's more of the compact type. And uh, he's quite the opposite of Comet in like every way. He like comes out giving it 100% every time. And I love that about Strider, that little sucker. See, the thing that kind of annoys me about Comet is even when those races get tough like that, he's like, it's like he's playing chess with the rabbit. He kind of wait. He's like waiting for the right time to strike. He he's he'll just grind the rabbit down until it's exhausted, and then when it tries to make a mistake, he'll like capitalize and dart on it if he mm-hmm. can. But what I love about Strider is he doesn't waste all that time. He like makes it happen. He he's like blasting on the rabbit so hard that he like forces the rabbit to make a mistake. He's not like waiting for it to happen. He makes it happen. Okay, and so like. I really like that about Strider. You open that gate, he jumps out of that box, and he is freaking blasting on that rabbit like a hot blood. I mean, he is run. You can see it. he's forty-two pounds. He's not very big, okay. But that little sucker can fly for the first minute and a half. I mean, he is like really blasting. And I know Comet's faster than him. Comet is bigger, stronger, and faster. But Comet's just like, no, nah, no, nah, you, you go ahead and just mm. run him as hard as you can. I'm just going to be right here. I'll just right. wait until you start tiring <laughs> out and then I'll go ahead. Cause like, even though he's a Saluki Strider's still sprinting as hard as he can. And so he tires out at around two minutes and then Comet's like, all right, I'm going to run this rabbit down. And so like, yeah, they're a great team. And I really wa- like watching those two run. And to me, they don't really shine until they've already run the rabbit a mile. So after they push that rabbit hard for a mile, that's when the magic starts. And you've seen those videos where I'm like going insane. You know uh-huh. what I mean? When they're really starting to beat him down. And even those Comet will take like a huge, powerful lead generally in the mid race. 
There's something about Strider. He always comes back in at the end when it turns into a spaghetti bowl, and Strider almost always picks that rabbit up. He's got yeah. a crazy gravity mouth. Anyway, I, I really <laughs> wanted to I'm, I'm, I really wanted to lay everybody down with some like background of my dogs because you're about to be seeing a lot more of them, everybody, from a video from the air. And so you're going to get a little perspective of kind of like how they do. And uh, obviously, Pronto and Calypso are my babies. I love my Salukis because I can hunt the tar out of them. And you'll love that too, dude. Mm -hmm. Those dogs, they may not have as high a percentage. If you had a pack of Daryls, like if you had three Daryls, they're going to kill more rabbits for sure, uh, percentage-wise. But they're going to be busted for a large part of the season too, though. They won't catch more rabbits in total. Comet and Strider didn't have as deadly as a percentage as Pronto and Calypso, but they caught more rabbits because I was running them like three days a week and not little chintzy BS races. I'm talking like multiple mile races three times a week. You know what I mean? I I chased a three minute rabbit, which was a mile and a half, caught it, rested him for 45 minutes, walked him another 19, 20 minutes, jumped another rabbit, two minutes, 53 second race caught him i mean like dude you can't do that with speed dogs very easily i mean it was cool i was pumped (laughs) yeah i i really dug that race you had where uh where it was pronto and i think your two salukis you know yeah dude yeah the king yeah that was that was nice he's leading it and and Cutting the corners, they were still working to keep up with him, man. He was burning. Oh, but dude, you saw like, and patrons, you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, the way, the way Pronto, he's so smart, dude. Like you'll see that with young speed dogs really bad. And I'm sure Daryl will be doing this once you get him into the more open areas, but speed dogs always overshoot the rabbit and they slam on the brakes, recover and, and run back after him. If you guys listen to my episode with Steve Downs, um, he, he's a greyhound hunter. And he talks about it. He calls it telephone polling, where like when a greyhound turns a rabbit, they they have to like make up this distance that's like a telephone pole to get back on the rabbit. And that's super exhausting for the hare and the hound. Mm-hmm. And so Pronto, dude, he's seven almost, dude. He's he's over that. He doesn't telephone pole anymore. I love how when he screamed up on the rabbit and turned it, he he just like weaves through it. He mm-hmm. just weaves that turn. You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't slam on the brakes and try to recover. He just weaves through that turn, makes a big banking left and takes another shot on it. And then misses if he does and comes through the right, weaves through gently on the right, and then just gets right back on the hair, fencing it. Because those Salukis are right there. I mean, they're right Mm -hmm. behind the hair, cranking on it from behind. But they just don't have that extra touch of horsepower that Pronto has where he can just like overwhelm the hair. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... In that video, I was just it was just magic watching that technique, him just weaving through that sucker, you know, and just like just dominating him, really. Yeah. I mean, and when we have the video, you, I mean, you guys can see uh, this was a short course. Pronto just smoked this rabbit. Like, it kind of made it look easy, though, you know. Yeah, like he, 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 he did, dude. Yeah. I watched that video like a hundred times, and I just oh, Pronto is the best, dude. He's still the king of the prairie, man. He's still the king. <laughs> <laughs> I think the video is called the King grabs one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But anyway, man. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm blabbering hardcore, man. I just, you got to cut me off when I get talking about those suckers. I just love them. And, and I, I just, I, I, you guys are going to love the footage. <laughs> I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> you know what app I use on my phone more than any other app besides the podcast app to listen to this here podcast. I use Onyx. Onyx Maps is the most comprehensive mapping system for hunters on the market today. I use it all the time. When I was in New Mexico, I was looking at 40,000 acres of ranch that I needed to learn. I flip open Onyx and just start studying, studying the map. When I'm riding trails, I put the tracking app on. It helps me get around in strange country. I could mark water sources, food sources, bear sign, just all kinds of options within Onyx. You need to check out Onyx Maps by going to houndsmanxp.com. Click on the link on our sponsor page. You'll go right to Onyx Maps, and when you check out, enter the code HXP20, and you will get 20% off of your order. Know where you stand 
with Onyx. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. What are you looking forward to so much this winter? What are you looking forward to? Because I'm looking forward to more drone footage. Really, that's it. Well, I think I'm going to take this falconry season off. You know, and generally I'm getting crazy pumped about chasing jackrabbits or or whatever with the with the hawk this year. But so I really want to get more into more lions this year. I want to I want to treat some more some more lions mm. um, that I have in the past, and it's generally my falconry that gets in the way of that. So now that that's not going to be in the way, that's that's fine. So I want, and I live in lion country, so I want to go more after yeah. work, um, and then maybe take longer um, game bird hunts on the weekends. Maybe travel just a little bit, you know, and get into that. Um, that's that's really what it is. I got a, I got my hounds are peaked to be honest. Like next year, the age is going to start wearing in i'm like my pack should be in peak form this year like just nice. as much wisdom and experience as, as a hound can get without aging too much you know like how old are they um uh, i got some young females that are young but like my 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 maid dogs i think they're peeking out at like i think my oldest one might be touching eight you know oh wow yeah, that'd be that would be a uh, way too old for my world, our, our world really. Yeah, to be dug at. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like the the bulk of the pack is in that six to seven mark, you know, and and with the endurance plotting, you know, like efficient ways of moving over the course over the country, you know, like they may not have the the uh, piss and vinegar in them like the younger dogs do, but they move more efficiently. They know how to climb better. They know how to just like you we know, were talking about with Pronto. Yeah. Yep. You know, like when they see when they're on a track and they get, you know, and they're running it um, and the, it gets into that really, because what happens a lot is uh we have these rock slides where it's like, oh, like this little granite type boulders about the size of basketballs, just jack jagged, you know, think of like a, ba- uh, think of a triangle, about the size of a, a basketball, you know, and then just 600 yards of those just all thrown up in a draw and then put like six inches of snow over top of that and now run through it, you know, and yeah. that's <laughs> kind of hard. So every time they come down, the feet move a little bit and they go into these little draws and these little nooks and crannies, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like running on a giant English muffin or one of those sound one of those sound walls, you know, like the little triangle, like the little <laughs> yeah, yep, like, yep. you know? anyway. So like when they run through the snow, they can't plot all that. And like, I have a dog that'll like, they, they can look through that and predict where the cat's going to go, you know, and just, just pressure it in another way. It, it's hard to kind of explain without seeing it, you know, they're not having to have to put their nose down. They'll kind of pick it up and they can, they, you know, they, they'll, they'll pick their nose up a little bit and they can predict where that line is going to go based off of the experience they've had and they're tracking. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they're picking their nose up and just running with their eyes, but like they can pick their head up and use their eyes a little bit and, and factor in the train at the same time. So anyway, the, 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 the whole point is much more like next year, I'm going to be regretting not running them more this year, mm. I guess is what's really going to happen. You know, I had one of my dogs that got snake bit and it did some, some pretty damage, some pretty serious yeah. damage to his, uh, his back left. I believe, um, we got it healed. We've been roading him a mile every day, you know, but it did a number on him. Like I've had a lot of steak bites where it's just whatever, a little antibiotics and you're good to go, you know, but this one did a, did a number to him. He didn't put the foot Pretty down bite him. for like, like two months. It didn't even touch the ground. That foot would not touch the ground no matter what I did, you know? um it's finally it's finally back now and he was always kind of a slow dog to begin with that's my good dog my cold nose rebar you know oh no uh, rebar yeah yeah that was was my old old faithful you know like everybody get lost and you just hear him coming up like the caboose and all the other dogs would circle back around and he would find the track through all of them they'd all kick snow in it and he would he would find it and they'd bring him right back to it so he's probably going to be even a little slower this year um because of the because of the the damage he looks 100 percent right now but i know it's just you know five miles in he's it's gonna show its head again i know it is you know so anyway we'll see I, i'm excited about the lines i'm excited about some more game birds i'm excited to be away from falconry for this year but i i can't wait to get back into it next year again 
Dude, uh-huh. I really want you to come down here. I do. You better come down here this winter time. I'm gonna kick you in the nuts. Let's do it. I, I'm I'm down. And I got the truck ready to go, so I could stuff a few dogs in there. We could do whatever, man. I could bring, bring your side hound or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that'd be fun. And uh, I could throw a, a bird dog in there too. And after we burn everybody out on the rabbits, maybe we can go shoot some feathers. You know, my and- house is amazing quail hunting. Like They're literally in- right out my backyard. Yeah. I mean, we. I have about me yeah, about thirty five thousand acres of BLM behind my house. It's my. It is my boundary. There you go, and dude. It's full of quail. Like that's what I should own. I should own pointers because yeah. where I live, like directly where I live, is it is quail hunting perfect i mean Mm -hmm. it's just amazing quail habitat and our population is crazy high and so um well typically and so yeah yeah, i mean dude we can have a ball out there quail hunting i went out with michael sula's dog he had a spaniel Uh and that was a blast i mean oh yeah spaniels are a blast as long as you have the numbers if the birds are there the little the little cockers and springers and everything like that they're they're freaking they're so manic they hunt so crazy yeah, it, like, it, it can almost be too much sometimes, you know, I it's agree. like a little, it's like bewildering. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little bouncy ball. Like if you could like put it into like a potato <laughs> gun and fire yes. like a bouncy ball into like a, like a three foot cube going like a hundred miles an hour and just like come back <laughs> an hour later and you still hear that bouncy ball. You're like, you know, like, dude, I think just ricocheting off everything. I think spaniels have the highest wags per minute of any dog. Mm. When that tail is going, it, dude, uh, it was an English Springer Spaniel, and Millie's tail was like vibrating. It's wagging we call it so hippo fast. tail. Yes, it's perfect. Mm. It's like that load to the body, just like it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's like a hippopotamus tail, just getting after it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just so manic, so insane. Like, I mean, she would turn over every single pebble looking for a quail. Like, mm-hmm. it, and and you could tell when she smelled one. Michael was like, "She's getting birdie," and then seconds later, pfft, there they go. Yep. And I was like, yep. "Damn, that's awesome." She found a downer. I wounded one, and she found it. That was awesome. Caught it and brought it back to us. So anyway. It was really fun. I get it. I, I mean, I really want to bird hunt with you. It's it's really fun. Um, yeah. 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 It's really fun. <laughs> now we just need to so do anyway. it. So, yeah, we'll have to, we need to set a date and just pick a date far enough out so we can't back out of it and make it happen, you know? Yeah. I'm work in. be damned. I, Let's do it. Yeah. Work. What's work? Psh, I don't care yeah. about work. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how's your deer, man? How uh, How's the meat? Have you had it yet? Yeah, it's been good. We had some, you know, some roast um um and some back straps like i'm looking forward to getting in the tenderloin you know we did some we did some stuff with the back strap sliced it sliced it thin uh you know rolled it in a little bit of a little bit of flour you know and pan fried it with some bacon grease nice nice and that was that was that was kind of fun you know um you can pretty much do that with a wood chip and i'd eat it to be honest you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, uh, i don't know how much that speaks for the deer but it was still delicious uh uh that was fun um let's see uh how much like, did you I, burger how much of it did you burger uh a fair amount and i i and of course i came in when i dropped it off i was like all right i want this i want this in burger i want this and she was what kind of meat do you want i was like i'm glad you asked here's the pig i want you to put in it you know like this this is what i want you to put yeah i was gonna ask if you cut in any fat to it yeah oh heck yeah man pig fat yeah there you know i love pork fat it's so much better beef is good but i I just think pork is better personally yeah if i'm gonna eat steak i like the beef fat on there you know but if i'm if i need to add fat to something pig 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 fat i agree that's that's the best you know and yeah yeah, like i said i I rolled up with that it was hilarious she's like and what do you want to add i was like i want you to add this you know pig (laughs) actually yeah this pig (laughs) not not your pig this pig um because i uh i i i kind of I'm a connoisseur of sorts with pigs, you know, like domestic. Wait, wait, pigs, wait, you know? wait. How, 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 how are you a connoisseur? Because I, I, I feel strongly that I could taste the difference based off of what I feed him. And I like to sour wheat and corn. And I promise you it tastes different. How? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bear down on you. Obviously diet affects the flavor. Call me but how how does sour wheat and corn affect the flavor? Now, are you saying it's distinctive from regular wheat and corn, or are you saying it is just the wheat and corn? 
No, I think the sour wheat and corn plays into it. Yeah. I, okay, I, now I, I got does. a skeptical look. Let me yeah, hear it. It's all right. Skeptical look. Let me break it down for you. One, do you enjoy a beverage? I do. A beverage at the end of the evening? Would you would it oh would it would it affect your your happiness, would you say? You know, like your 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 what? Well, I get my pigs drunk, Seth. Seth Hall, you know. Hey, uh, you're getting them fat. <laughs> and 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 a drunk pig is a delicious pig. And and my pigs they're drinking with batch, <laughs> man. You know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Where are you getting it. all this sour corn and wheat from? Are you souring it yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I go and buy the corn and the wheat by the tote, which is a one-ton sack, you know? I bring it back on the trailer. Yeah. I throw it in my Connex, and <laughs> uh, we have like 10 five-gallon buckets, you know? And we generally, we, we use one, we fill one, you know? And it generally takes me, you know, a little over a week to get through, you know, from from one to the other. And by by the time I get to that last one, it's souring, you know, it, it, under I do like under under certain circumstances, I have to add a little bit, you know, like maybe some yeast or something like that to help ferment. But I think it makes a difference. And what got me going on it is that I used to go to the. uh um, donut shops and kolache places and everything like that and get all the donuts to fatten up pigs, you know, as free feed. And then I started slaughtering those and I know it tasted bad. It tasted sweet. You know, it, it the hogs huh. I fed out on donuts, you know, and I'm, now don't get me wrong. They ain't eating anything else. And then some donuts, no, they're eating straight donuts. You know, those did not, those did not Dude, taste. I want to be one of your pigs. Damn. Right? Oh yeah. 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 They, that tastes <laughs> different. You know, do, dogs that eat that sweet bread. I mean, dogs, hogs that eat that sweet bread. Uh, they don't, to me, they don't taste as good. Now I imagine there's, you know, that's, that's a personal preference, you know, but I, it, the meat tastes sweet. Pigs should not be sweet period. Not to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but yeah. So a little bit of, a little bit of sour corn, a little bit of, uh, sour, uh, sour wheat, you know, well, not a little bit, a whole lot of it. And then at the same time I feed protein, you know, I, I was going to ask if you feed your pigs meat a lot, a lot of meat, like, a lot of meat, you know, like a lot like, of a lot like of... downer slaughter meat, like from the slaughterhouses and stuff, or what? No, we we kill enough here. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> we, we kill enough coots around here. Coots, uh, that's right, coots. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. You know, so you you know, in order to stay legal, you pick the parts you like. You know, and after that comes out of there, then they are all good. And I shoot non-tox, so I just throw it in there, man. Yeah, Business steel, they it comes out the way it goes in just fine you know so if we shoot geese they get the carcasses we shoot this that the chickens i got i got some neighbors that go through a lot of chickens you know Mm -hmm. and anything that they you know any scraps of that they get the coots teals mallards man they eat a lot they know how to process do the pigs eat feathers and all do they eat everything um when they're young pretty much and i used to be worried about obstructions you know, like some kind of like, nah, they're professional eaters. That's what pigs do. That's their superpower. <laughs> they turn what something living doesn't matter what it was. If it was alive at one point, so I'm talking grass clippings, like <laughs> sticks, <laughs> you know, like whatever. If it was alive at one point, their superpower is they turn that crap into bacon. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> that's their superpower. If it was alive, they will make it bacon, you know? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's that's it. You know, sour corn, sour wheat, and a lot of protein, man. And and I've had I've had a lot of people. I've had some uh, uh, pro barbecuers, you know, people that Mm -hmm. that's their hobby. That's what they do. You know, they 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 go to work. They come back. They experiment on their little pit grills and this and that and everything. And uh, I thought I had something special going on, you know? And I, I selected some nice cuts and let them let them go, take it back and try it on their own time. Don't try it here when you're going to tell me what I want to hear or anything. Take it home and mess with it. And uh, and and they, they can tell a difference, too. They're about it. Look, all right. Well, next time I come to your house, we're going to slaughter a pig because, damn, that sounds amazing. Pick a freezer. I got two full and nothing but pig, man. Two of them. Mm. I Big love stand-up pork. It's my favorite red meat, without question. You know, I do. I slaughter and butcher all my own game. I slaughter. I I hunt and butcher all my own game, yeah. start to finish. And sometimes I leave it straight up. And so I killed a big buck uh, last year. And this is going to be sacrilegious, you guys. But hear me out before you go freaking out. 
But all the backstraps, I just ran them through a, a cube steak machine and turned them into like chicken fried steak meat. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, <clears throat> the reason I did that is because I also killed an Oryx this year and uh, I have like 500 pounds of meat in my freezer. So I was like, you know what? I love ground meat. I ground that whole deer up. Mm-hmm. I left almost no muscle cuts. I just ground them entirely into burger or to what we call in Spanish milanesa, which is like like chicken fried steak meat basically okay and uh <clears throat> you just tenderize it put it through the little yeah dude i got a i got a cube steak machine it's got those meat, rollers that have like the teeth things? on it yeah yeah and then you just like roll it you put a steak through it like a like a paper shredder and it just like goes through it and comes out perfect anyway guys get one of those machines they're cheap lem sells them the brand lem and uh man they make my I grinder mean, so effective yeah and 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 get a good grinder you guys just spend the money and don't get a crappy one i had a little one all right i had one called it was from the brand breco b-r-e-k-o and that thing went through a lot of animals i did an it's a one horsepower grinder for quote-unquote light sometimes medium duty i did a whole cow once through that thing i mean it was like hot like smoking Mm -hmm. hot but it worked and i used it for a long time but i got a better one i got a carnivore and uh man dude i mean i can destroy i went through a whole elk in that thing no problem it was fine it was like totally fine and so um get one of those ones are awesome um anyway yeah so i i uh turned that whole deer into burger and man i just love burger i left some of the burger just straight deer Mm because sometimes i think it's gonna sound kind of kind of elitist of me but i don't like hiding from the taste of game like i get annoyed when people i eat a lot of game it's like pretty much all i eat and okay. people are like, I don't, what is it? Does it gamey? I'm like, yeah, it's a deer. Like it tastes <laughs> like a deer. Yes. It's gamey. Like, why are we hiding from that? That's what meat tastes like. This yeah. is meat, man. This is real meat. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sour corn and donuts is pretty badass too, but no donuts, <laughs> no donuts, no <laughs> donuts. Three no months donuts. without donuts. It's very important. <laughs> Just only fattening with coots and beer and <laughs> that's right. You know, but that's right. you know, I just I don't know, I get kind of annoyed with that. I do. I get so I I get so tired of it. Is it gamey? I'm like, yeah, it is gamey. It's a freaking wild animal. What do you expect? So, but anyway, the deer is I, I like a strong old deer like that. I do. I, I think it reminds me of like what real meat tastes like. Irony, almost like musky sometimes and i'm not a new butcher like i don't let any of those oils get into my meat or anything like that that's super important with those old rutting bucks like that you know but i don't know like you know some people think barbary sheep or awdad are like totally inedible and that's not true at all like i've eaten rams that are just oh like old worn out rams and they're fine mm-hmm. little secret and then i'm gonna let it go if you gotta if you gotta feed squeamish people folks Get a crock pot or an Instapot. Garlic, onions, a strong brisket sauce of any kind, a smoky, liquid smoky brisket sauce. Mix it all in there. Turn that bad boy on. Submerge it with water. You know the drill. Put some oil in there. Turn that thing on for eight hours. Come back on low. You could put your nasty, nasty ass Chad boots in there, and they would come out delicious (laughs) in that crock pot, dude. So, yes. Yeah, percent. Uh, we're gonna. We should eat a coot, the whole thing. I think we should pluck a coot, gut the coot, and then we should like roast the whole coot and eat it. I think we should do that. <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you right now on national radio. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm down. I, I got no problem. They're always coming and going, man. I, you know, <laughs> why not? We'll give it a shot as long as I have something else to eat in case I don't like it. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try any dead animal, man, and enjoy it. You know, but I, I just as long as I have a backup because I get hangry. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, get, I get real hangry, man. I have, you and my wife would fight each other to the death, hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. You know, so as long as I have a backup, I don't have to risk losing friends. I don't I don't want to do that. That that would not be good. You know, we're just fighting at your house. (laughs) It just I I get nasty. So we'll have something else. And then we get we get like you said, skin on coot. Yeah, that sounds fancy, man. That, you know, we need to we need to have like a Chad Reynolds spread. We need to have like your pork, your deer, Uh a coot and like what? And a prairie dog. (laughs) 
yes i ate a badger we we recently ate a badger yeah hit it with the the truck by accident obviously and we're like let's give them a shot guys badgers are not that good they're not very meaty (laughs) and they taste kind of like they smell like ass yeah well all they do is eat prairie dogs so like and now you're (laughs) going to go right to the source a coot a prairie dog some pork and deer we We got game birds too man Oh yeah, and some game birds. Duh. I got, never I got, I got sage grouse, huns, sharp tail, chucker, and gambles quail in the freezer. Man, I got all okay. Kinds. Of all those, what's the best and what's the worst? How many times do you hound doggers catch yourself thinking about an awesome hunt you had, or retelling this great story with family and friends around the dinner table, and all you have to remember that moment is some terrible cell phone picture, or worse, no picture at all. Well, Houndsman XP has partnered with Rough Cut Company to help solve your problem and make beautiful pieces of art to remember for all time your experiences in the field. Rough Cut Company is an American-owned and American-made business in Wisconsin that specializes in custom, unique photo engravings on hardwood that are framed to any picture you want. They also do customizable antler dog chews and even beautiful, unique antler rings from their own red deer in Wisconsin. Rough Cut Company can do pretty much anything you ask. Their customer service is second to none. Give them a look at roughcutcompany.com, and when you check out, make sure you check out with HXP 10% off to get a discount on your final purchase. Check them out, you guys, and support people that support houndsmen and help keep us in the field and remembering those times forever i'm still learning them i'll be honest you know here, here's mm-hmm. some truth here's some truth you know like i'm, okay. I'm a little late to the game with the guard with the with a game bird i've been killing them for a while but i haven't really been putting that much time into eating them you know well because you have pigs <laughs> I, I do have pigs and i love bacon so um uh, so honestly i i I have different ways I like to eat them, but I'm still learning. I'm not, I don't gotcha. feel experimented and uh, like experienced <laughs> enough to give a, give a strong opinion on that. Now gotcha. go back to pig classes in session. I got some opinions on that. You know, like I'll argue with people. On it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and boar hog rank boar hog. I, I, oh. I'll make you lick your fingers, man. That stuff's delicious. I want to eat one bad yeah. because I was only taught and raised by Texans out there in the pig world. Ah, and they're, they're spoiled for like, choice. They, you know, they don't want to shoot them because they're too heavy to take back to the truck. Them things are ooh, delicious. Shots fired by Chad. Fired, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to yeah. the boy, man. We'll drag them things back with the horse and make them delicious. I promise, you know. So what's it, the secret? Are are we not gonna let it out? Are we no, not it's it fine. Out? Wash them. Wash them. What do you mean? Yeah, hang them up like, and wash like, them. They got that nastiness all in their skin on top of them. They roll in rank stuff. Or taint. Yeah. Or taint. It's in, their, it's in the skin. It's on their hair. Yeah, you skin them. You put that stuff through the fat into the meat. It just, it's bad. That, 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 there's a few other things, and we, we could probably make a show out of the rest of it. But that is, that's numero uno. Hang them up. Wash them. Get some Dawn Dial soap. Wash them like you're washing your hair. Soap them down. Spray them. Wet them up. Lather them up. You know, uh, what is it? Wax on, wax off, you know, operation, <laughs> you know, get them, get them, get them yes. good, wet and lathery and then rinse the heck out of them, you know? And that's, that's numero uno right there. You know, um, now if it's I a little sal, I, I may just pressure wash it, you know, just spray it off with the pressure washer hose, you know, but, uh, if it's a big <laughs> boar hog, I, I, I might even say I might not eat it if it's not washed first. You know, but if it is, okay. they could be they could be just as good. But that's that's critical. My my boys in the ETX, the East Texas crew, you guys all know they're they're like my favorite people ever. Um, they're awesome. I'm not gonna lie, they, they're really cool people. I've talked to a bunch of them. You know, they're, they they want you to come bad. They were like, "Don't come back without Chad." I'm like, "All right," <laughs> <laughs> like, and so like you come back and we're gonna eat a boar hog. We're right. doing it. We do it. We'll do it. We'll yes. do it. Cook it we're slow. It- Cook it slow. You know, wash it. Wash it. Wash it and then cook it slow. Wait till the meat starts to pull. You know, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with low and slow. You just can't. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. 
I'm in. Let's do it. You're talking to a guy who will eat anything. Let's do it. <laughs> Me, <laughs> I still laugh at Python Cowboy talking about how disgusting that Python meat was. <laughs> yeah, it is a horrible. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah. Chad, we're yeah. running up on an hour here, brother. I don't want to, I don't want to bore everyone too much. Guys, I want everyone, first of all, if you're not a patron and you're hearing me talking about all this drone footage. The Patreon page is where it is and a lot more. I got all these bonus episodes called Tailgate Talks there, you guys. Support Houndsman XP. Uh, we have, we're, uh, right now we're focusing on the ballot initiative in Colorado. And good news, you guys, a ballot initiative in New Mexico to alter and reduce the amount of mountain lions taken in New Mexico was defeated. So that's good news. Uh, game department stick with its um, original estimation of sound biology-based mountain lion management and bear management. So good news for us here in the land of enchantment. Thank you, John Rudder, president of the New Mexico Houndsman Association. He kept us in the loop with all that. So uh, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, but anyway, you guys, uh, that's where all that bonus content is. Patreon drawings every month where we give away gear to our patrons. And uh, yeah, we just want to make it worth your guys' time to join us there. And that's where all that footage goes first. And then me and Chad, we're going to be rolling out a YouTube uh, YouTube show where we go over videos from our crazy lives. Because uh, Y'all going to like got... it. Yeah, I hope so too. I know so. Because me and Chad, we're crazy people, and we like to do crazy stuff. So, especially Chad. This, we want to show you this fun stuff, man. You know, I can't yes. wait to, sh you know, like, <clears throat> all the commentary is still there. Plus, you get to look at it at the same time. So, yeah. The worst part is you got to look at me and Chad. That's yeah. tough. It is. It is. Hey, it he's is. growing a beard. He's looking great. You're, oh, you're, you, went from, you went from, um, like, uh. Cave woman beard. That was my nickname. That's what you guys said. Cave woman beard. That that was the name specifically. I've I would forgotten. never disrespect you like that. <laughs> it's all over my social media. Dang it! People heard you, and now that was now it's stuck. You know, I said I said you look like a Southwest Gimli. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, well, brother, you got anything else you need to say to the to our people? No, no, that, that's about it, man. Can't can't wait. This is all a party. This is one more thing we're getting into. You know, like uh, all the same talks will be there, but also some of this video stuff on the side. So I hope to see you there. I hope to see you all there, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here at All Mixed Up, and we will see you next month. Peace. Peace.